Rural Focus. Hello and welcome to today's edition of the Rural Focus podcast. Having your company today. Well, very soon we're going to catch up with a shearing world record holder here in WA. Not only did he break a record, he broke his brother's record. Didn't just break it, absolutely smashed it. So yeah, looking forward to catching up with this WA shearing champ. We'll do that for you very soon. But right now, let's kick off today's podcast and find out what's happening in and around the southwest from Nutrient Livestock. Hello, Chris Wallingham. Morning, mate. How are you this morning? Not too bad. Now, uh, I know that you've uh, got your first wiener sale happening uh, at the moment there, mate. So uh, we'll make this as quick as we can. Oh, uh, how have things been around the southwest? Oh, well, um, yeah, we've had some uh, some lovely cool weather, a bit of precipitation. Um, so uh, nothing's changed from last week. <laughs> uh, blokes are still trying to get hay baled and uh, raked and, um, yeah, finding the frustrations of it all. So uh, nothing much changes, mate. And sale-wise is uh, down there, mate? On the cattle scene, we had uh, 578 cattle uh, at uh, Boyne Up yesterday, which you know, Nutrient accounted for 364 of them. The market was uh, was down across quite a few classes yesterday. Export beef steers over 600 kilos sold at $3.24. They are down 10 to 15 cents. Four to 500 kilo yearling steers, 390 to 452 cents, also down 10 to 20. Store yearling steers, 330 to 400 kilos, 282 to 408. No, they're actually up. Slightly. Uh, beef heifers 400 to 540 kilos, 340 to 442, back 30 cents. Store yearling heifers 330 to 400 kilos, 392 cents. Steer bealers starting to get a few numbers of those in the in the yarding now. Um, well, steers and heifers, but mm. steers over 330 uh, kilos, 476 to 582, up 20 cents. 280 to 330 kilos, 496 to 580, up 30 cents. Uh, steers under 280 kilos, 542 to 550 cents. Over 330 kilo heifers, 442 to 526. And 280 to 330 kilos, 350 to 532. They were both up 20 to 30 cents. Under 280 uh, kilo heifer villas, not much on offer, but they sold to 550 cents. Pretty good penny uh, of heifers there. Score three, four cows, uh, very few in the yarding uh, this week. They sold from 260 to 318 cents. They were down 20 cents. Uh, light and plain cows, 224 to 238 cents. Bulls over 600 kilos, 250 to 260. They were down 40 cents. And lighter bulls, 450 kilos uh, and under, from 300 to 484 cents, depending on its style. They were actually up at the top end, 60 to 80 cents. And that's it. Uh, that's it for the old boy up uh, market report yesterday. We are we're lining line up 1400 wieners today. The first of our our wiener sales um, here in Boyne up. The yep. season uh, season starts. So every Wednesday we'll um we add 1400 wean cattle with a minimum minimum weaning uh, period of 10 days. Okay. Um, with, with the vast majority sort of 14 days plus. How are the wieners looking? Oh, we've got an outstanding yarding here today. Um, wieners are very good. The vendors uh, vendors that participate in these sales. Have put a lot of effort into it over over many years we've been putting this together and yeah it's a real pleasure to stand over 1400 yeah, uh, cattle, yeah. you know five to eight months of age and not one of them's bellowing so yeah it's outstanding uh, so these winter sales mate they'll run through until christmas or a bit before? yes so, yeah, yeah yep so we run through to the the um the wednesday prior to christmas and then yep. we start again on the first wednesday of uh, of january and run through usually until about the middle of february well mate uh, i'll let you get back to it because i know that you're busy down there thanks for the update mate and look after yourself no worries my pleasure good on you mate talk to you next week the following interview on the rural focus podcast is a paid interview a reminder this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available well it's not every day that you get to uh, speak to a uh, world record holder and that we're doing this morning because a couple of weeks ago boy at brookshire Cohen black just did that and Cohen does join us this morning Cohen, good morning and congratulations 
congratulations there to you, mate. Thank you very much, mate. I appreciate it. So uh, talk us through it. Uh, 604 sheep, is that right? Yeah, that's right. 604 merino lambs in eight hours. Wow. Yeah. Along the way, you you broke your brother's record. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, So my brother set the record 20 years ago. He sure 570 in eight hours. And yep. then, yeah, about two or three minutes past five on the day, I passed <laughs> his and put another 34 on it, which was, yeah... Quite satisfying, really. So, could have you stopped at five hundred and seventy-one, or did you just have to keep going un- until the time ran out? Yeah, you go until the time runs okay. out. You don't go there and knock off early. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got just, eight hours, uh, you may as well do as many as you can. Six hundred and four. Uh, yeah, did it a couple of weeks ago there at Boyard Brook. So, I believe, mate, it's uh, the first time that a world record has been broken consecutively by by brothers. Yeah, that's what we've been told. Yeah. It's definitely in our industry, but yeah, it was pretty special because well, my brother's had a lot to do with yep. learning how to shear and he's quite a good shearer trainer. And then my father also has been involved with lots of records and like organising them and that sort of thing. So they banded together and put everything together for me and it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, heaps of people. Came and put heaps of time in for me, and it was quite humbling, eh? Absolutely. Apparently, it's uh, been on your bucket list since, what, you were a teenager? Yeah, yeah. When I first started shearing when I was 17, I always wanted to do one, but, yeah, it finally came to fruition now that I'm 26, yeah. I suppose with your dad and your brother both being shearers, mate, was it an easy occupation to get on into? Yeah, I wasn't very good at school, so, yeah, (laughs) I got ripped out of school when I was about 15 and sent rousing and pressing and... Then I started shearing when I was 17 and, yeah, never really looked back since. It's been good. So 604 merino sheep in eight hours. How many breaks did yeah. you have in those eight hours there, Cohen? So you do, we started at 7.30 and yep. did two hours till 9.30 yep. and had half an hour break. Started back at 10, did another two hours, had an hour for lunch, started back at one and then done another two hours, stopped at three, started at 3.30 and went till 5.30 and that was the end of the day. Must have been a, a long yeah process uh, how did you find it mentally mentally it got quite tough the third yeah. run it was quite mentally but tough and that's when the pain set in i had a bit of cramp and that rock up and i was a bit of vomiting and that while oh, okay. i was shearing but yeah. we um had stuff ready to stop all that and the last run it was just pretty much i say you that knackered that you're just <laughs> numb so you, you can feel any pain you just kept getting the job done Absolutely. Now, I know that you're busy, mate, because uh, a mate of yours is going for a record this weekend. Is that right? Yeah, my mate Floyd Neal's having a go at the eight-hour crossbred lamb record on Sunday. He's okay. got to share 525 in eight hours to break it. You reckon he can do it, mate? Oh, yeah, I reckon he can do it. It's definitely, <laughs> definitely within his grasp. He's just got to, yeah, he's just got to settle in. It's, it's the hardest thing with records is settling in, because yep. you've got four judges there judging your sheep every half an hour and if you're not up to scratch you either lose sheep or you get an official warning and you can only get one official warning the next time you get an official warning they turn the power off and you have right? a shower and, yeah, oh. so it's, right. it's so, quite officiated yeah yeah so where's he doing that there this weekend there Cohen? uh slab hut grazing just south of Cogen, up about 25k south of Cogen, up towards albany so can people go along and check it out I think so. I, yeah. I, 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 not yeah, too, I think yeah. so, yeah. I'm yeah. not too sure. I, I'm, I'm just, yeah, organising sheep <laughs> and stuff like that. That's, that's as partners. Have you been yeah. busy since uh, breaking the record, Mudder? You had a bit of time off? Yeah, I ended up having a few days off. We, um, you know, still cleaning up the farmer's farm and that, making sure everything was tidy as we left it. Oh, we finished shearing the rest of his lambs this week. So all that shed's finished now, and I've done probably two or three other days shearing. Yeah, it's sort of still sinking in a bit. It's a bit surreal that it's all happened, and now it's just back to normal. It was all a big hype for 
one day and then mm. yeah, everything's back to normal. <laughs> Not only did you uh, shear 604 sheep, mate, but uh, you raised a bit of money for breast cancer research in the meantime too, didn't you? Yeah, Breast Cancer Care Foundation for WA, we raised yeah. about... $2,700 yeah. we raised, yeah. and then um, we've also, we auctioned off the handpiece that I broke the record with, and we sold that for $5,000, so we're going to put that towards there as well. Brilliant. So that's, yeah, that's, yeah. my mother had breast cancer, and yeah. a lot of other beautiful women close to us have had breast cancer that have survived it, and some haven't, but yeah, it's our little way of giving back for, yeah, all those beautiful women in our lives. Absolutely. Uh, has your brother sort of got back to you, mate, and sort of, will he try and break your record? <laughs> After you broke his? No, no, no. he's, um, he's uh, my brother turns 50 next year, okay. so he's, we're actually talking about, he's got a, the nine-hour Merino lamb record, he holds that at the moment as well, which is 664, so we're, yeah, we're looking at that one at the same property next year, about, oh, probably a little bit earlier than we did this year. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I'll start yeah. back with my personal trainer next week, and yep. we put a solid 12 months in, so ready to go properly again. And how has uh, your shearing uh, been going uh, around WA this year, mate, besides breaking that world record? Uh, you been busy? Yeah, yeah, we've been really busy. We've um so much work with... Oh, well, I work for Floyd Neal. He's yep. got a, quite a, a big run around Boy Up Brooklyn here, but we venture up to Narrambeen and up to uh, Eniaba and then back down to... Desperance, and yeah, we're all over the place. There's sheep everywhere that need to be shorn. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, we're the ones to do it. Yeah, with the weather that's been around WA, mate, has it put put you back a little bit? Yeah, it has. Yeah. We're about probably two and a half, three weeks behind, but we catch up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These these things all also put us behind doing records and stuff like that. <laughs> a lot of time and effort goes into them from a lot of people, and they can't really be at work shearing sheep if they're out there building sheds and drafting sheep for. Yeah, for one yeah. day, but yeah, we're very lucky we've got good mates that help us out and do stuff like that for us. Well, mate, uh, thanks for joining us on Raw Focus today. Well done on the record, and uh, good luck to Floyd this weekend. Thank you, mate. I'll let him know. Thank you. The following interview on the Rural Focus podcast is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you, and other goods and services may be available. Time right now to catch up with our fitness guru, the one and only Louise O'Neill from Farm Life Fitness. Good morning. Morning, Troy. How are you going? Not bad. Uh, this morning, I wanted to speak about, uh, well, what are the signs of burnout? Burnout is um, a word that is used a lot recently. And again, as, as per usual, I think it's for, for very good reason. And it's it just happens when we pile too much on our plate, but an extreme amount on our plate and, and we just can't pull ourselves back or decrease the overwhelm. And I just want to say that there are different signs and symptoms and it, and it can be different for each person, mm-hmm. but there are general things that we can be aware of that we could notice and that's sort of a bit of a red flag for, for burnout. So things like there's three main things really, which is a depletion, sort of struggling even to get to work or it's the physical feeling of feeling drained, lacking energy, you're not sleeping well and you you do become um, sick, like more than normal. So these are things that is more than usual for anyone. And then we get sort of this detachment and this is a really um, big sign for burnout. If we're normally quite involved and we're, we're normally quite detailed about what we do, then we see the reverse of this. So it becomes sort of we don't care, we don't enjoy things. We can become a bit more crankier and more critical of people and we tend to isolate ourselves a lot more. And again, we have to balance it back to what's normal behavior for us. And then the last thing is this sort of ineffective 
ineffectiveness. So we're less productive than we normally are um, and we're feeling slowed under because of that um, decrease in productivity as well. So they're like the three main signs that are always a bit of a a good indicator that things perhaps are heading a bit south. And I suppose one good thing is too that it can be fixed. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It absolutely can, for sure. It's it's the same as sort of any other mental health mm. um, problem that we can come up against. There's there's things that we can do, and some of those things are about setting boundaries. So knowing when to say no to someone, or knowing even when to say no to yourself, like you want to do something, but you know it's not the right time to do it. Making sure that we um, have good nutrition is really, really important. So we're eating the right foods. I know it's really hard when you're feeling depleted, all we want is that sugar because it's that instant lift but there in itself is a bit of a vicious cycle with that as well so making sure that you're getting really good protein in your body and um, a really good mixture of the fruit and vegetables is really important and staying hydrated as well feeding your body with water is really really important and then I guess finding what lights you up outside of work Mm -hmm. so once you've identified perhaps what the trigger is finding out what really works for you outside of that whether it's going for a walk or connecting um, with your friends or reading a book or anything like that. Like what gives you joy is what you need to focus on more, but it definitely can be fixed. Absolutely. At the time you will feel like it can't, but it's just taking it one step at a time and being really kind to yourself as well. Does sleep help? Does, you know, getting a good night's sleep, does that help? Yep. Sleep is, I mean, sleep is important when we're we're recovering from injury, uh, when we're recovering from anything mental or emotional, like it's our body's natural reaction to stress or physical uh, stress. So our body wants to sleep because when we sleep is when we recover. It's when our muscles can repair from from physical damage, but it's also when our brain can reset uh, when we're going through anything emotionally straining. So definitely getting that sleep in is really, really important for sure. But the flip side is, is with burnout, sometimes it's very hard to sleep. So it's takes a bit of perseverance and again recognizing when your sleep patterns aren't normal for you okay are you hearing from people that you know at this time of year anyway are, are they starting to have burnout yeah burnout? yeah normally when i talk to you on day it's because yep. i've been having some really good conversations <laughs> with um people during the week well not yep. good but you know insightful but, yeah, and what comes up, it is yeah. a very yeah it's a very stressful time it's a stressful time for the ones that are out farming mm. but it's also a stressful time for the ones that are inside running everything else yep. so it can work both ways but it's definitely there's definitely an increase at the moment of people maybe not reaching pure burnout but definitely on the way or just yeah. hitting that overwhelm and, and things not going according to plan and i suppose away from the farm it's you know uh, schools are just about ready to uh, wrap up for the year christmas not too far away what are we doing what aren't we doing you know all those kind of things and they all add up in the end yeah oh definitely yeah you know like i'm sure i'm not the only one but what are we into week five or yeah. six? i don't even yeah. know what week it is um <laughs> but my kids are feeling it which means i'm feeling it you know you're sorting yeah. out christmas it's a financial stress as yep, well yep. yeah you're absolutely right Troy everything it, it's one the best times of year is Christmas but it's also one of the most stressful when we take into account that there's harvest everything else going on in farm life um, added to that the the triggers outside of farming as well and we've got a, a bit of a concoction for um, a few mm. bad mental health yep. um, issues going on so you mentioned stress so is stress and burnout are they the same or are they both completely different 
The, the research shows now that it is very, very different. Okay. Stress is, we can feel under stress yep. and there are signs for stress, but really if we're stressed, it can lead to burnout yep. rather than um, it, it being the same thing. So okay. feeling stressed is feeling that overwhelm and feeling like we can't keep up. And then what happens is then we start to struggle with our work. Then we feel drained. Then we feel detached or then we become ineffective. So the stress is normally more of a trigger when we're talking about it in this sense. And yep. then the burnout is what can happen. But in the big umbrella of things, when we're talking about depression or anxiety or stress or burnout, they are under the same umbrella, but okay. then there's slightly different triggers and slightly different red flags, I guess. So uh, the main points to try and beat burnout, do we have some main points, like trying to get sleep, eat well, all that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, so I would say that the top the top ones is mm. definitely finding a, a good sleep pattern. Okay. Feeding your body is really, really important and finding what lights you up as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, movement for mental health is key. And I emphasize the movement, not the exercise. So getting out for a walk when you can, again, even in your busy day, just finding five or 10 minutes to stretch those legs, take some big breaths whilst you're walking, whilst your feet are on the ground and you're feeling that connection is really, really important. And the more we move, the better for our mental health as well. Dave Pillar wanting to know more with you there at Farm Life Fitness. How can they do that? Um, Definitely on our Instagram and Facebook and even on our uh, website as well. There's a few um, useful blogs on there and a couple of videos stuff like that to help people through. Um, And again, I say it every single week and I will continue to. I'm more than happy to chat to anyone that just feels like it's getting a bit too much at the moment and they just want a 10-minute sort of offload and a bit of advice perhaps. Look after yourself. We'll chat to you again next week. Same to you, Troy. Cheers. Yes, there she is, our fitness guru, the one and only Louise O'Neill. Yes, don't get burnt out. Whatever you're not up to, whether it's today, tomorrow, just make sure that you look after yourself, drink plenty of water. Sleep right, eat right. Hopefully you'll be A-OK. And don't forget, too, if you are wanting to know more with the team at Farm Life Fitness, just check out the website or just Google Farm Life Fitness. All the information right there for you. Well, there you have it. Another Rural Focus podcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed today's podcast. Where are you listening to the podcast from? Love to hear from you. Let us know. Jump onto the Rural Focus Facebook page and leave us a message there. I've been Troy Stockton, and I'll be back with another Rural Focus podcast again very soon.